Welcome back to Marketing with Soul on the Relevant Podcast channel, where we discuss how to make healthcare relevant to modern consumers. I'm Jared Johnson, founder of the Shift Forward Health Production and Marketing Group. And I'm Peter Balistrieri, Director of Corporate Communications for WVU Medicine and the Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute. Today, we're talking about Walmart Health, the somehow controversial healthcare arm of the retail giant. And we'll talk about how they set an example of simple, transparent pricing for primary care. Our goal here is to help you open your eyes to the many ways in which organizations are marketing to and engaging with modern consumers about their health. So we'll guide you through three segments, each based on part of a soul song, the hook, the groove, and the call. Let's get right into this, Peter. I'm excited to talk about this. I'm going to start off with the hook about price transparency, and we'll go from there because there are some areas and angles here about Walmart Health that I want to discuss, and then we should give it like a 30,000-foot view of what they are and what they aren't. But I'll focus on the pricing transparency angle of Walmart Health. So here's the hook. I think most of our listeners here are pretty savvy about what's going on in the industry and are well aware that in 2019, that's when Walmart opened up their first health clinic, which at the time were clinics with a footprint in the parking lot of an existing Walmart retail supercenter. So the goal was to make it easy and accessible, especially on the pricing side. They really wanted to show how exactly it could look to have a cash pay pricing list. So that's what we all want and hope for, right? We just want pricing to be a little easier to figure out and research. So as we all know, it's the saying that where else are you going to go into something and agree to buy something that's going to cost hundreds or thousands of dollars without knowing the cost beforehand? You don't do that with vehicles. You don't do that with a house. We don't do that with any large purchases in our lives except for healthcare. So there's something to price transparency that I don't want to gloss over. And I think it's one of the interesting parts of Walmart Health. But let's back up a little bit, Peter. Give me what hooks you about Walmart Health, and then we'll go from there. Well, I mean, here's the funny thing about it. Walmart's been doing this for a while already in eye care, right? I mean, they were kind of one of the first to, to, to I mean, it, it, okay, it's not quite to the, to the level of, of the, the health care that we're talking about, but it's a model that serves them well. That's right, right? If you've ever been in a, in a Walmart and we've all been in Walmarts, that eye care is right in the front. They've got pricing easily, you know, easily uh, visible and, um, and they've got the doctors walking around or the optometrists walking around with their white coats. I mean, it's, it's, it's a model that they're familiar with and they're comfortable with. And for them to, to, to double their footprint on this, um, you know, they, what is it? 10 in Dallas, eight in Houston, six in Phoenix, where you are, Jared, and four in Kansas City. This is not going away. This is something that they find is uh, a good model for them. And they've said the, all the right things about it. They've said it's all about affordable health care and it's about building relationships in their community. And I will say this, they, I, I did not know this, 90% of the U.S. population is located within 10 miles of a Walmart. So um, it's, a, it's a good delivery system of health care for, for, for sure. Um, whether, whatever you feel about Walmart, and we'll get into that. Um, but that's my initial reaction to it at, at first. All right. Well, let's dive in. Let's move into the groove. The Groove is the main segment here where we'll dive a little deeper. And you're right, Peter, the fact that nearly everyone in the country lives that close to a Walmart is kind of mind-boggling. And it also makes me think of the numbers. So the numbers here, in this case, the number of Walmart clinics in the U.S. and the number of hospitals in the U.S. are very similar. I think there's actually slightly more Walmarts than there are hospitals. But uh, when you talk about accessibility, there's something to that, right? 
Now, when I'm focused on the experience and the marketing here, you can't just gloss over how easy it could be to share pricing. So when I go to Walmart Health's website, for instance, it does ask you for a zip code for a, a location, first and foremost. So you have to dig a little bit to find this information. But I put in a zip code because I know that one of their very first locations was in Marietta, Georgia. So I'm looking at the Marietta, Georgia price list, and it just looks like a menu. It's really simple. The services are simple. And there's always been this tendency to discount Walmart as a healthcare provider. And the cautionary tale there is that that's exactly what grocery chains did 20 to 30 years ago. They completely just said, why would Walmart make a dent in our market at all? And it was over a 10-year period that Walmart became the number one grocery chain in the country. It took a long time. They were very deliberate about it and intentional about where they were expanding. And yet that's where they are now and have been ever since. They're the number one seller of groceries in the country. So it's been that way for a while. So I'm not totally discounting them, but there has been some turbulence within their leadership team and their vision and direction, their board, which we won't go into here because it clearly hasn't yet affected the service that they provide. And I think the thing is that they don't have to go out there and run entirely new brand campaigns about their healthcare services. When we're talking about this from a marketing angle, I feel like they're letting it speak for itself. And I think that in and of itself is a lesson, or at least a North Star, for a lot of health systems to say, let the services speak for themselves. Let's make this as simple as we can. The parts that can be transactional and should be transactional, let's make sure people know that so that we don't have to market those parts. Let's market the feeling that people get and the ease that they can have on their health journey as a result. And let's not make it be big, fluffy words. Let's just, let's just have our branding be who we are and let it speak for itself. So I think there's another branding lesson there from what Walmart seems to be doing. And also, they're not out there saying, look at our U.S. news badges. Mm. You know, this is a, a fun topic for me, right, Peter? They're not comparing themselves. And clearly, that's because they're not an academic medical center. They don't have an acute care hospital or whatever. The, they don't really have a leg to stand on there. They're not involved in those rankings. But I'm just using that as an example. It's really interesting that they probably don't feel like they have to do that or else they wouldn't be in this side of the market at all, I don't feel like. So they wouldn't be offering healthcare services if they thought that that's what it needed to look like. Yeah. And I've always been interested in terms of what a retailer or a disruptor does not market themselves as. So in Walmart's case, they're not standing here saying, look, our doctors are slightly better than your doctors. We have this many more badges. We're ranked in this quartile and yours are not. They're saying, we understand that healthcare is something that you don't want. You don't want to engage with the system any more than we do. So here's the menu. If you want it, here's where it is. One of the other interesting things here is behavioral health. So that's everything from couples counseling to family counseling. It includes virtual therapy sessions if you want. Again, this is referring to the Marietta Price List, Marietta, Georgia Clinic. So in their case, it's $72 for a 50-minute session. So again, about a buck fifty a minute. That's unheard of, or at least that's competitive just about anywhere. And as you keep going down the price list, there are primary care services. You mentioned vision. They've had dental in there as well. You can get an annual checkup for $90. You can get one for youth for $70. You can do a youth sports physical for $35. You can get a virtual urgent care visit for $70 also. And I'm sitting here thinking, look, there are probably three urgent cares within a mile of my house where I live, and none of them are going to let me get out of the door for $70. So again, it's almost not fair of a comparison because this is not just a virtual urgent care visit, but that's what consumers in their mind are paying attention to and what they're comparing it to. So that's what you have to think about. So I, th I think at the very end, the list itself is interesting. And again, it's not everything to everyone, but think about what it represents. 
It's what they're able to say that we're able to be transparent about our pricing. So we're going to do that. You know, I'm sitting here thinking I'm well aware of the complexities of making that happen for most health systems and provider organizations. And believe me, posting the charge master out there in an innocuous place on the website doesn't help anyone. We're all realistic about that, right? And yet a consumer's not thinking about, oh, why are they the only ones offering it this way? Look, I just need to know how much this is going to cost. I'm hurting, I wanna feel better, here's an option. So again, those are just some of the things that are interesting to me, but I don't know what stands out to you about these guys. Well, to me, it's their com- their commitment. And look, we, we talked about this before that uh, Walmart has a stigma. I mean, there's a middle America stigma to it. Uh, I'm sure East Coast and West Coast uh, both uh, think um, differently about Walmart. Um, but look, they, they, their business model has been successful. Um, but like it, we, were, we were talking about, they have a, a stigma around them. They're kind of a, uh, you know, it, you've seen the pic, late night pictures of people at Walmart, right? We've all seen those, those posts. But again, <laughs> they're committed. They're committed and they, I don't know if you want to say they're couch, they're, they couch it in this, but they, they set it up that, you know, they're in a, they're in a, in a, in a community to grow and adapt to the community where, where people live and work. So, and why I say they're committed is because of these, in these new, these new clinics, they're changing the physical, the physical footprint. So brick and mortar, this, this is not cheap stuff. They're of the late, the layout of these centers. So patients spend, they say, Less time in the waiting room, right? We hate that about uh, about hospitals. Um, more time with their doctor, right? So you're you're getting in and you're seeing the person you want to see immediately. You're not speaking to you know 15 other people. And they're also integrating. This is big because they're, this is not going to be chump change here. They're integrating modern equipment and technology to enable their providers and patients the an experience like best best in class healthcare technology. So that to me is commitment. Uh, to uh, healthcare, commitment to the communities where those where these uh, WalMarts are, and it, it they and again back to what we were talking about. They don't need to market this stuff. It's going to just happen because of again what we spoke about a little earlier. Ninety percent of people are located within ten miles of a Walmart, and that means ninety percent of people are now located closer to modern equipment and technology for healthcare and better. Uh, better brick and mortar layouts so that the experience is better. I mean, that seems like a win-win for for patients and for for Walmart's, <laughs> frankly. Right. And you think from a standpoint of how you're acquiring patients and getting them to choose you over the health system across the street, that kind of thing, and all the performance marketing that has to go on in order for that to happen, well, Walmart's not engaging there as far as I know. So I think it'll be interesting. All right, let's move on into the call. The call is where we talk about what marketers can do with this information so that they're marketing with soul. In other words, how can we improve the health of America? This is a dimension that we don't talk about that often, Peter, and I'm glad we're making it part of our conversations, at least. This goes beyond just how do we grow the business for the organization that we belong to. We've been guided by that kind of myopia for a long time. Collectively, that's one reason why we are in the healthcare situation that we are in as a country. We're not talking and partnering with others. We've been too narrowly focused on our slice of the pie. So when I look at how Walmart is addressing the villain here, which is an unhealthy America, what could their part be? 
Well, I think it's a little complicated to tell you the truth because of the two things you just mentioned, Peter. The first one being the stigma. I mean, look, I was just in a Walmart this morning. There's one near my house. Going down the main aisle, as always, there's the Reese's, there's the Hershey's, the donuts, the fried chicken under a heat lamp. Someone was looking at like a prepackaged hot dog that was just sitting there on a little warming pad. I'm walking by it all and I'm like, yep, this is Walmart. But then it's the same Walmart, same brand that's sitting here addressing healthcare needs, predominantly to a population that is not engaging in the system already, meaning consumers who might not care about the stigma in the same way as you or me. I admit I'm sitting here in a place of privilege. So, you know, when I talk about a stigma, it's because I admit that that comes from my perspective and my point of view. And that's clearly not how everyone would feel here. And then the other thing is you just have the dichotomy of them offering something really cool like transparent pricing. So I do think it's complicated. And I do think there's a lot to be said for their potential to impact the health of the country. Yeah, you, you kind of sold the words right out of my mouth because right, the first things I see when I walk into a Walmart is there's a subway, there's uh, you know sales on, on food that is less than healthy. Um, they don't have a large organic food section uh, you know, there's a lot of things that um, are kind of a, a opposite of, of what they're trying to get across with their with their clinics. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, that's that's kind of a um, I, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to, to describe it, but it, it seems like almost like a dichotomy. But uh, we'll have to kind of see how they how they go forward with that. But um, I think they've set themselves up well from a brick and mortar standpoint. Uh, we said this a number of times, they're very near everybody. And um, let's just see kind of how they address wellness um, going forward um, within their store, because it'll, it'll seem a little a little disingenuous if they're pushing wellness and they keep kind of, um, you know, offering up the same kind of food and, and experiences that they have at, at, you know, most of those stores across the country. Yep. Agreed. Totally agreed here. All right. Any final thoughts, Peter? No, uh, except now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Agreed. Well, I'll tell you what, Peter, this has been awesome. With that, I think that's enough talk from us. Now it's time, listeners, for you to go do something about it. On behalf of Peter, this is Jared, reminding you that modern consumers expect to engage with their health in modern ways. So make sure that you're marketing with soul. Thanks for listening. <laughs>